Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. The Football by Numbers bonus edition of the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch is back, and today we cover jersey number 41 and give you a top 10 greatest NFL players that ever wore that jersey, and it's all coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. This is your host, Darren Hayes, and we're podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So with Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff supplying us with the tunes, let's go no huddle through today's football history headlines. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com, and welcome to a bonus edition, Football by Numbers, the greatest jersey numbers in the NFL, the players at Ward number 41. It's just a great time to be alive, great time to talk about some football history, and great time to get it back into this Football by Numbers series. And we just want to have a programming note. Don't check your dials. You do not miss anything. Uh, We have skipped over the number 40 because we have a special guest who just had some scheduling conflict at this time and we will uh, end up uh, recording that and playing it at a future date uh, when that guest is available because we really want you to hear them uh, tell that story but we'll continue the football numbers we're just skipping over 40 for a little bit we will catch up on it and make sure we have that just as soon as we possibly can but number 41 is our focus today and i'm on a solo mission today on these number 41s but we have three players from the Pro Football Hall of Fame that wore the number 41. And remarkable enough, they all have a last name that starts with H. And the guy that's going to read these to you, his name starts with, last name starts with an H too. And they are Arnie Erber, Cal Hubbard, and Clark Hinkle. Three great Pro Football Hall of Famers in that uh, Canton Museum. And first one we're going to talk about is Clark Hinkle. You know, he was inducted in the Hall of Fame 1972. He was a back for the Green Bay Packers from 1932 to 1941, and he was 5'11", uh, weighed 202 pounds, went to Bucknell College in uh, 1929 to 1931. He was inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh 1964, I'm sorry, uh, College Football Hall of Fame 1964 was the NFL All-Decades team in the 1930s, and he was in, on the official NFL All-Pro team uh, that was chosen between 1931 and 1942. He made that four different years as an All-Pro. Uh, just a great player. Uh, some statistics from him are just, you know, off the charts. Three Pro Bowls. Uh, you know, 
played mostly as a, you know, a fullback and a linebacker. It's two-way playing, playing system, the single platoon system, as they call it. Uh, but in his uh, rushing records, uh, he had 3,860 yards on 1,100 carries, uh, 35 touchdowns running the ball, and his tackling was, uh, you know, off the charts. And, of course, we do not have uh, a lot of statistics uh, from that era on tackles. But believe me, Clark Hinkle was truly a special player. You know, and speaking of the Green Bay Packers, how about one of his teammates, Arnie Erber, another Hall of Famer that's on this list, wore number 41. You know, Hinkle wore it in, I believe, 1936. Uh, 1932 was the year that uh, Erber wore the number 36. I'm sorry, number 41. Uh, So, you know, Separate years, but they were on the same team. They were teammates for multiple years, uh, as, well, as well as our next uh, contestant we're going to talk about here, too. Uh, but, you know, Herber was also a four-time NFL champ, uh, one Pro Bowl, one All-Pro, but he was a great uh, quarterback, tailback, threw a lot of passes to great wide receiver Don Hudson, uh, made that famous Herber to Hudson connection. Another H, but Hudson, unfortunately for this show, or maybe unfortunately, did not wear the number 41 with the Packers so we won't be talking to him just the other the other three H's from the Packers from that era but uh, you know what a great player we've talked about Arnie before and I think uh, you know Arnie along with uh, Clark Hinkle they are going to go number one and two on our list into these greatest players that wore the number uh, 41 and Cal Hubbard is right there with them another teammate and Hubbard wore number 41 uh, he he wore it with did not wear it with the Packers even though he was a Packers teammate from 29 to 35. But his first two years were as a New York Giant, and that's where he wore the number 41, 1927, 1928, with those New York Giants. And altogether, he was a four-time All-Pro, four-time NFL champ, also a Hall of Famer. You know, great uh, tackle and defensive end guard. Uh, again, not a lot of statistics for these three gentlemen. But they are truly great Hall of Famers, great number 41s. That's why they are on our list of our, the first three on our list for the greatest number 41s in NFL history. Now let's talk about some gentlemen that are not quite yet in the Hall of Fame yet, and maybe they'll get there someday. We never say never, but they're not in the Hall of Fame at the time of this recording. And the first one is Charlie Waters, a great defensive back. Uh, He was born in 1948, uh, played with the Dallas Cowboys from 1970 all the way to 1981, wore the number 41 his entire career with those Cowboys and in the the, uh, the NFL. Uh, started off as a free safety, went played left cornerback for a few years early on, and went back to strong safety. And he had 41 interceptions in his career. Two of those he took back to the house. Two-time Super Bowl champ, three times in the Pro Bowl. Charlie Waters is another uh, you know great player, and I think we are going to put him on our list also because uh, you know, Charlie just had a tremendous career with those 1970s Cowboys of Tom Landry. Uh, big names on that team, but he was a, a big one, an important piece to that. Uh, doomsday defense and you know another one we want to talk about is Randy Logan another defensive back he had 23 interceptions didn't take any back for touchdowns but had 293 yards off of those and you know he played defensive back for the Philadelphia Eagles his entire career wore that number 41 all the years 1973 all the way to 1983 so 11 years with that number 41 on and uh, you know just had a great career with the Eagles he is going to be one of those that's 
going to be on our borderline that we're going to come back and talk about uh, with Randy Logan. So we will make sure we check him out again. Uh, Eugene Robinson, another defensive back, you know, wore 41 for his entire career. Three Pro Bowls, one time as a Super Bowl champ. Seattle Seahawks, he came in in 1985, played with that team to all the way to 1995, so 11 years with the Seahawks. Then he spent a couple of years in Green Bay, a couple of years with the Falcons, and a final year of 2000 with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, 57 interceptions, 762 return yards off of them, one touchdown. You know, that's a big, big number, 57 interceptions. And he was a very good player uh, during his career. And I think he is going to end up taking our fifth spot on our top 10 uh, greatest number 41s in NFL history. Antoine Bethea is our next defensive back that wore the uh, number 41. Wore that for 14 seasons. Uh, He came into the league with the Indianapolis Colts in 2006. Played with the team for eight years. Then went to uh, the San Francisco 49ers for three years. Arizona Cardinals for two years. Finished up his last season in 2019 with the New York Giants. You know, a great safety. 25 interceptions during his career. 312 return yards. Uh, One-time Super Bowl champ. Took one of those interceptions back for touchdown, I might add, and played in three different Pro Bowl games. Great player, Antoine Bethea. He's going to be another one of our tweeners that uh, we'll come back and take a look at uh, Mr. Bethea because he has, definitely has a chance here. Uh, but Tom Matt is another great player, you know, uh, running back, quarterback, you know, right-handed player. Came out in the uh, with the Baltimore Colts in 1961. Played with the team all the way to 1972. Uh, wore the number 41 for all but his rookie year. He wore 27 in his rookie year. But all the, the seasons really uh, counted, and he did some great statistics, that he wore that number 41. He had 1,200 rushes for 4,646 4, yards, 3.9 yards per carry, 45 touchdowns. You know, another outstanding player, a very talented backfield that uh, he played. You know, his nickname was the Garbage Can, which is interesting enough. But he... Uh, you know, played on a very good team. You know, Johnny Unitas was on there, and uh, Alamichi, and uh, you know, just some great, uh, great players on that. Those Baltimore Colts teams of the 1960s. We talked quite a bit about that with our friend Upton Bell on our February 25th uh, football history headlines. So make sure you go back and check out that if you want to learn a little bit more about the Baltimore Colts of the 1960s. But uh, I think we're going to definitely put him on Tom Matt on our uh, take a look at again list. We'll come. Back Back to him later when we're doing our deliberations on there. But uh, Phil Villapiano, great linebacker, most famously of the Oakland Raiders, uh, and uh, sp- you know spent nine years with the Raiders. Came in 1971 and uh, nine years there, and in four final years with the Buffalo Bills. But if you remember, Villapiano was part of that great uh, immaculate reception play, the most famous play in NFL history, and he was uh, the one who was complaining that uh, you know as a Raiders he was complaining. He was clipped on the play or blocked in the back. Maybe they didn't have a uh, block in the back at that era. Uh, but he said he would have made that tackle, so the play should have been called back. You know, Franco Harris did not go for the touchdown because it should have been a penalty. That's his claim to fame. But you know, what a great player he was during that. Unfortunately, we don't have any of his tackle statistics. They did not have them at that time. Uh, but he did have 11 interceptions as a linebacker, returned one for a touchdown.
touchdown, 160 yards of return yards. Uh, One-time Super Bowl champ, made it into four different Pro Bowls. Uh, he was a very good, solid linebacker, you know, real long career there. And I, I think uh, Mr. Villapiano definitely has a good shot at making our list, but we will come back and talk about him again a little bit later in the program. Uh, but so far we have five of those spots filled up. Let's uh, take a look at a few more players here. How about cornerback uh, Mike Bass? You know, played, came in with the Detroit Lions in 1967 and then went to the Washington Redskins for seven straight years as their right corner. And he had 30 interceptions, 478 return yards, three touchdowns, and wore number 41 for the, all seven years with Washington. With Detroit, he wore number 26. But what an outstanding player uh, he was. Not sure if he's going to make this list. You know, good, good statistics and everything, but really doesn't have the credentials didn't have the Pro Bowls and the, the All-Pros or a championship, uh, but we definitely want to talk about him because he was definitely substantial. Uh, Todd Light is another one, another defensive back, you know, great career. He came out of Notre Dame, uh, was played in a Pro Bowl, and was a Super Bowl champ. He came in with the, uh, the Rams in 1991, played with them for four years. Uh, in uh, LA and then in St. Louis he played with them for another six years after that so a long time Ram 10 total seasons with the Rams franchise final two years with the Detroit Lions and he had 37 interceptions 462 yards four touchdowns off of those that puts a a pretty good company here and I think uh, we're going to take a look at Mr. Light again Uh, possibly could make our crack our top 10 and uh, Keith Byers is another one we were talking about he was a great running back tight end uh, came into the league in 1986 with the Philadelphia Eagles and stayed with them for seven years went four years with the Miami Dolphins a couple years with the Patriots one final year in 1998 with the New York Jets but you know what a great career he had 3,109 yards rushing on 865 carries for a 3.6 yards per carry average 23 touchdowns on the ground in receiving yards this is where he really shined he had 5,600 yards receiving 610 receptions another 31 touchdowns so that is 54 total touchdowns and uh, wore that number 41 for the majority of his career you know all but one year so that's a good 13 years wearing that number 41 very impressive uh, numbers by Mr. Byers and he is another one that we're going to give some good uh, consideration here we're going to have a tough deliberation here I believe as we got to talk about a couple more players here Terrence Newman, he's another player we want to talk about. He came in 2003 with the Dallas Cowboys, played with them for, gosh, nine seasons. That's where he wore number 41 with the Cowboys. Nine seasons was number 41. Then he went three years in Cincinnati, wore a different number 23. Uh, three years with Minnesota, wore the number 23. But nine years as number 41 as a defensive back. He had 42 interceptions, three touchdowns off of those, 363 return yards, made it into two Pro Bowls. Uh, he was a first... Uh, round pick fifth overall in the 2003 NFL draft what a great player he was and I I think with numbers like that uh, Terrence Newman is going to uh, probably make it into our thing but we're going to we'll come back and we'll deliberate on him a little bit Uh, another one we want to check out here but uh, Roman Harper 
another great defensive back. He also played in two Pro Bowls, was a one-time Super Bowl champ, where the number 41 his entire career. 2006, he came in as a strong safety for the New Orleans Saints and played there for nine seasons and two final years, 2015-2016, with the uh, Carolina Panthers. And uh, I'm sorry, 2016, uh, he finished up with New Orleans again. He came back with those and won that Super Bowl with the Saints. Uh, had a great season that year. He, he had 18 sacks, uh, 641 solo tackles, and uh, you know just a tremendous player. Uh, his interception numbers weren't the uh, top ones that you would think for a DB. He uh, did have uh, uh, 11 interceptions during his career, uh, two touchdowns. Uh, some you know, so those are some good numbers there. Uh, I'm going to put him on the list to come back and talk about, but not sure he is as, as strong as uh, some of our other candidates. But you know, speaking of New Orleans Saints, how about Alvin Kamara, who's wearing that number 41 lately for the Saints? He has four seasons under his belt so far, you know, 2017 through 2020, and what a career this young man has had so far, as he has had uh, 3,340 yards, a 5.0 yards per carry average 43 touchdowns so far on the ground in his career and receiving wise holy cow he has just got you know 15 more touchdowns receiving uh, longest receptions 52 yards and you know he's had uh, 409 targets 326 catches um that is pretty strong for four seasons um That'll get you noticed. You know, the 2017 AP Offensive Rookie of the Year, four Pro Bowls in four years. That is standing real strong. And as a matter of fact, I think Mr. Kamara is going to earn our spot, uh, get number six on our board, because that is uh, really very impressive. And, you know, I want to also talk about um, Leroy Mitchell a little bit. He's another defensive back, had 19 interceptions his career, one taken back for a touchdown. Came in in 1967 with the Boston Patriots of the AFL. Uh, played there two seasons, uh, got hurt in 1969, and then came back strong with the Houston Oilers and then three seasons with the Denver Broncos. Uh, substantial player, 441 as a entire time. Made one Pro Bowl, but probably not going to make our, our list here. Just uh, some other candidates are just uh, you know blowing the doors off of uh, some of these statistics. But you know another guy that I do want to talk about that had a nice long career, wore the number 41 for a substantial amount of time, was running back Dave Osborne, who came in in 1966 with the Minnesota Vikings, played with the Vikings for 11 seasons, one final year in 1976 with Green Bay. He had 4,336 yards, 3.7 yards per carry, 29 touchdowns on the ground, and he put up uh, another seven touchdowns receiving and uh, just over 1,400 yards uh, through the year. Again, probably uh, not strong enough to make it with the present company that we're talking about, but we really have some stud players that wore that number 41. You just They just kept coming. You know, uh, Matt Snell is another player we want to talk about. Snell is that you know infamous uh, New York Jet. Came in with the Jets in 1964 in the AFL. Played with them his entire career, all the way in, when they went into the NFL in 1972. And he had 4,285 yards on the ground, 24 touchdowns, and uh, receiving, you know, he had seven more touchdowns, 1,375 yards through the year. Uh, great player, very famous player. You know, had some great uh, contributions in that Super Bowl three victory uh, with Joe Namus and the Promise. And uh, we talked uh, earlier today on our Football History Headlines program about Weeb Eubank was his coach with the Jets. Um, 
you know, just an outstanding player. But uh, we'll, he, we'll put him under consideration. Not sure that he's going to make it there, but uh, definitely a, a great player. Uh, I think that probably gives us enough candidates. You know, so far we've uh, chose six to our top ten, and that is Eugene Robinson. Then our three Green Bay Packer Hall of Famers: Clark Hinkle, Arnie Erber, Cal Hubbard, uh, Charlie Waters of the Dallas Cowboys is a spot, and Alvin Kamara. Those are our six that are in already, and. Uh, you know, some ones we really wanted to have some strong consideration on. You know, we said Randy Logan and Antoine Bethea, Tom Matt, Phil Villapiano, Todd Light, Keith Byers, Terrence Newman, Roman Harper, and Matt Snell. And I think I'm going to put uh, Terrence Newman as one of our uh, top ten. He's going to take our seventh spot in there. And I think uh, Keith Byers is another one. I really, really liked uh, his career and his numbers. He's going to take our eighth spot. And I think Mr. Villapiano, he was very substantial to those Raiders teams of the 70s. We will put him in our ninth spot. And I think uh, we're going to go with uh, Randy Logan to get our tenth spot. So there you go, folks. We have Eugene Robinson, Clark Hinkle, Arnie Erber, uh, Cal Hubbard, Randy Logan, Charlie Waters, uh, Phil Villapiano, Keith Byers, Terrence Newman, and Alvin Kamara, our modern-day player, only played four seasons, but what four great seasons they were. Those are your top 10 number 41s in NFL history, according to the Pigskin Dispatch podcast on our Football by Numbers series. If you have any questions or have see anybody possibly we missed that you think should be on that list or maybe should have been mentioned as a substantial number 41, please email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com and on a future episode we will make sure we uh, correct any uh, errors that we may have made or maybe a better suggestion by you the fans because we, we really count on you for your support and we appreciate you joining us each and every day and on these special bonus editions and and when we come back next time with the number 42s, we have a guest. We have one of our favorite guests, Joe Ziemba, that great football historian, author, and podcaster himself. Really brings some great stories to light of the uh, number 42s. And I think you're really going to enjoy that program. That'll be up in a day or two. Make sure you look for that. Yeah, check us out in your podcast player or go to pigskindispatch.com and uh, we will have all our podcasts right there for you to check out. So until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. A special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. of the Pittsburgh Guardian newspaper circa 1924. But for Marla Delft, assistant editor, everything was about to change. For she was about to discover the awesome attractiveness of Row 1 brand retro sports paraphernalia items thanks to Orville Mulligan, sports writer. And there it is. 
Wow, Orville, that's really the bee's knees. Isn't it just? A poster-sized replica of the actual 1909 World Series program cover. I can see that. But where did you get it? And where'd you get it framed? I ordered it from the Row 1 website, where over 6,000 items of sports memorabilia from the 1880s to the 1990s are available for reproduction in multiple sizes and in several different materials, with over a dozen styles of frame to choose from for prints like this. Well, I'm sure Mr. Delft would love to put up more of these in the office. But I'm equally as sure they're beyond this newspaper's budget. <laughs> Not at all, my dear Marla. See for yourself. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Oh my, these are good prices. Oh, and look at this stuff. Oklahoma, Nebraska football. College basketball art. Michael Jordan items. And so Retro it was that Marla Delft discovered the spondiferous magic of Row 1 Sports Memorabilia Arts and Prints. You can, too, by visiting sportshistorynetwork.com slash row1. That's R-O-W number one today for access to the full Row 1 catalog of gallery prints and gifts like t-shirts, long-sleeve shirts, telephone cases, coffee mugs, blankets, pillows, towels, and even shower curtains. Act A for a 15% discount off all prints with coupon code SHN15 and 20% off all other items with coupon code SHN20 at checkout. And keep your dial locked to the Sports History Network for the exciting chronicles of the 1920 sports world in Orville Mulligan, Sports Writer. Coming soon. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast. <laughs>